Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does sound quite look like a good year. It does. You know, it's it a great. It's modern, it sounds it? terrific. Yeah. And we're calling it the twenties, aren't we? They're calling it the Roaring Twenties. Fantastic. Fact, the, uh, I haven't um, heard that. It's a little yeah, bit. It's a little bit earlier than. It's a little bit early to call it the Roaring Twenties. Because but, I mean, the noughties sounded a bit rubbish. Noughties were rubbish. Yeah. I mean, what were the other ones though? I don't think we had a name for the last decade, did we? Have we gone through a whole decade? We've gone a whole decade without actually. Yeah. What will history say? I think they call it. I don't know. I don't know. Britain went mad. Well, it could do that, yeah. Although you've become a lot more uh, sort of, I would say, relaxed since um, the new year. Resigned, relaxed. Well, no, but you look happy, though. You don't look unhappy. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever comes next. No yeah. point being down in the dumps. Like no. Will you be going to the, uh, the Bing, Big Ben, Bong, Bong no bong thing, party isn't it? thing? He's going to have a countdown clock, isn't he, on down? Yeah, they're going to have a stage, basically, and they're going to yeah. play the, probably the sounds of Big Ben. But right. it is ridiculous. I mean, the fact that Big Ben cannot bong uh, on well, the it's night. Half a million quid. Though. It's not half a million quid. That's bots. Is this something else you know for sure? Yeah, any, of course. Without any. Yes. Any. Well, because expertise. it doesn't. If it costs half a million every time Big Ben bonged, right? Yeah. How often do you think it does it during the course of a normal day? No, it's not. It's but it. it, it right. They restore the clapper. No, they don't. They don't take the clapper down no. every day. No, they, but then why did they take the clapper down? To knowing. Restore it. No, knowing. That it was going to be used on the thir- January thirty first. Oh yeah, because I, I everyone knew that. Well, they did. Everyone. They had it. it was but there. They took it down no. eighteen months ago. No, they didn't. It was there on New Year's Eve. It was rang it? on New Year's Eve. Did it? Yeah. No, it didn't. Did yes, there are two times it's allowed to ring. Right. Mm-hmm. I, first of all, I don't even understand why it's taken them about twenty eight years to fix Big Ben. I mean, I don't even remember what it looks like. I don't <laughs> know about you, but when we used to go down to the old uh, tent of shame down in uh, College yeah. Green, and you come out and you just see these hordes of yeah. tourists looking up. With absolute yeah. and utter disappointment and you know, dismay, you know, they couldn't see it. You know, Big Ben is just the bell. Yes, I do know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I know and it's the, called St. Stephen's, Stephen's Tower. Tower that's right. But the point is, everybody calls it Big Ben. It's yes, called Big Ben. Do, I bought my do. son a Big Ben clock, yeah. right, which works better than Big Ben does because it yeah. actually works. Yeah, it actually does something. But no, they they they, they ring it out on um, uh, Armistice Day, right? Yeah. Uh, or Remembrance Sunday, one of the two. Yeah. And on New Year's Eve, they've got permission to do that. So they actually went to all the trouble of putting a floor in. Putting the clangor in, right? New Year's Eve. Oh, I see. And then they took it out again. This now, if that's not some kind of Remainer conspiracy. Do you think the foreman on the job yeah, is a Remainer? Of course. Yeah. And the Parliament committee that, that says whether or not you can do it. Yeah. Because first of all, they said, um, 
no, you can't do it. There's no clanger there. And then everyone said, well, hang on a minute. Why can't you just put the clanger back in? Oh, it costs yeah. too much money. And then they said, well, how much is it going to cost? Half a million quid. Yeah. And then they went, okay, well, we can raise that. And then Lord Ashcroft said, all right, we can find a half a million quid. And then they said, oh, well, even if you find half a million quid, we can't, you can't do it because you can't use the money for that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sorry. It's just it has, one thing yeah, after another. It right? has got one of those sort of figures plucked from thin right. air rings about Yeah, it, and it'd be like, you know. million pounds. Yeah, you go, um, so where is the claim? Uh, we don't know. We don't yeah. know where it is. No, we don't know where it is. Oh, okay. Well, can we get another claim? No, definitely not. It's just like, you know, the dog ate my homework. Well, also, who gives a shit? Really? I don't give a shit, but it's now become a thing. Evidently. Because. You're not going giving a shit. Well, manifest. I don't care whether Big Ben bongs, right? Because what yeah. I suggested they do is just get an inflatable Big Ben, right? And just yeah. blow it up. Have yes. it standing there, life size, that, right? Same size as Big Ben, yeah. but, it's a, but it's basically like a bouncy castle. That sounds like right? a brilliant analogy for and Brexit, then, though. Yeah, it would like be good, wouldn't it? Inflatable. And then you, you could get a Romanian come along and yeah. stick a pin in it or something. And all the hot air Yeah, exactly right. But then you can have the sound of Big Ben, which is, after all, what it is. It's yeah. not really something to look at. You can't yeah. see it chiming. Projected over the country. Yeah, it's just, just, just play Air raid sirens. Well, I had that that ridiculous vicar, didn't I? The bishop of whatever it was. Dibley. I think we talked about him last time. I wish he was the vicar of Dibley. He was about stupid. <laughs> he was this Remainer vicar who said that... He's bishop, actually. Bishop of Buckingham. Yeah. Who said he didn't want to uh, have the church bells ringing because it might upset a few people. Yeah. And I'm delighted to say that now... I'm, I'm now going to be one of the leaders of the new anti-woke movement. Yeah. So I'm actually going to completely uh, make sure that I could upset as many people as possible yeah. in the shortest period of time possible. <laughs> Mate, I think you're doing a good Which job. Which I think I'm succeeding <laughs> at, right? Nailed but that. there's more and more people joining. Lawrence Fox, right? Yes. He was on Question Time last yes. Thursday. I don't know if you saw it. I did see but it. But I put out a tweet that night saying, God bless Lawrence Fox. Right. What a refreshing attitude to life, right? Yeah. Because it was. I agree. And even if you didn't agree with what he said, mm. it's just the fact that he went on Question Time where hardly anybody interesting ever goes yeah. and said something interesting. I mean, look, the thing is, you can say, I think it's racism that Megan's been hounded out. Yeah, as but it wouldn't be true. To, I don't believe it's true for a minute. But you can say it if you're prepared to back it up with some sort of evidence. Yeah. But you, what you can't say is just... Let's call it what it is. It's mm. racism. Yeah. Now shut the f up. You're you're right. you're and you're not allowed to, and you can't possibly say anything like that. And if you disagree, like you're a racist. You're a racist, and also worse than yeah. that, the country's racist. Yeah. You know that woman we've talked about before, Afua, whatever her name is, is it Afua um, Kirsch? Kirsch, that's right. Yeah. yeah, who was raised in Norway or something, yeah. and is um, uh, is one of the leading voices of this kind of middle class blackness that we keep being told is uh, you know underpinned by a terrible prejudice and all these people have been to private school they've all had posh lives they've all got very nice houses probably somewhere in metropolitan london yeah. and they are not being discriminated against and they've mm. made very good money thanks very much indeed mm. out of the media which is clearly not racist now you can say that there is an underrepresentation uh, of ethnic minorities uh, and and black people in the media it's in definitely, general definitely. generally speaking yeah. but it's not because of racism. It's not inst- I would, so what I'd say is... There's I also hardly any white working class kids working in the media no, either. That is true, and you that's know? a big problem. I'd, I'd say I don't think the media is institutionally no. racist. I think there have been a plenty of racists in the media, and some of them in very prominent positions. Do I do, yeah. What, I do think, you think you've worked with people who are racist? Uh, yes. No, really? No question. Really? No question. I'm surprised I, by that. Well, I've worked with somebody, obviously I won't say... That person's right. name because it's probably defamatory. Okay. But you and I both worked with this person. Okay. And I think when we discussed this person after the podcast, mm. 
you will agree, ah, yes, he, he was a racist. Well, do you know, I think I know who you mean, and I'm not sure I would agree with well, that. Well, I because... remember... Well, OK, it's what form does racism take? Yeah. And I remember various conversations which went along the lines of, we can't stick him on the front page, he's right. black. Right. Right, and that was based on, you know, they didn't think black faces sold on the front of newspaper covers. Now, you could argue that that was a sort of commercial reality, yeah. and it probably was. Maybe. But nevertheless, it's a commercial reality grounded in racism. Well, I don't know. You see, that's where it starts to get difficult, because I'm not sure necessarily that you can, in fact, um, define what racism is, because I think the trouble is that to lots of different people, they think it's a very obvious answer. It clearly isn't. I mean, the number of pieces I've read, the number of kind of comments that I've seen on social media, including one from India Knight who said, basically, you can't know what racism is if you're not, if you're white, mm. which I think is a ridiculous premise yeah, me and means yeah. absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, and a very unhelpful thing to say. Yeah, it's well, not helpful at all. Also, I think that, um, you know, it's a catch-all phrase that people use because they think they know what it is. I'm mm. not sure, you know, if people are disadvantaged because of the colour of their skin, is that racism? Is it, can you be racist against another white person? Probably yes. I mean, I could be racist, mm. could I not, against an Eastern European yeah. person? Yeah. And that's racism, but it's not called that. Well, you I know guess, what I mean? So I it's, mean, a kind of, it, it's a complicated thing. Isn't it making any sort of decision just based on somebody's skin colour or, the, or where they're from I mean any sort of decision so when that I don't woman, know really. well when that woman shot back to that to Lawrence Fox saying you can't know because you're a privileged white male right. and he went oh well, here we go again right. I think half the nation groaned yes, quite rightly so. because yeah. like you just said India Knight and that woman and all of that saying by the way if you're white you yeah. don't have a voice in this right. debate well, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, we do. Yeah, it's our country. Yeah, as much as it's anybody's country. Yeah, and if if we don't have a voice in that, how do you think anything is ever going to evolve right. and get better? Yeah, if you won't engage in the debate or yeah. say whatever you've got to say right. is meaningless. And you can also say, which has been incredibly unhelpful. I mean, the other big story of the last week has been this Manchester police, you know, Pakistani grooming uh, problem. Yeah, and you know, there's no question. That they were racist, yeah. but they thought they were doing something good. Yeah. I don't know why they thought they were doing something yeah. good, but they made a decision based on the fact that there would be trouble somehow yeah. if they started arresting all these men who are Pakistani yeah. origin, uh, who've all got brown skin, yeah. who are raping young women. Which is which is the same thing that happened in Rotherham, of course. Yeah. Now, so here's the danger: is when someone like Tommy Robinson takes that and says. Ah, look, you know, it's not racist. This is a fact. Yeah, they're yeah. all from, you know, India, Bangladesh, mm. Pakistan, and look at them, they're pedophiles, right. all of them. And unfortunately, the actions of Manchester Police play into that. They do, absolutely. You yeah. know, so they've had the reverse effect yeah. of, of, of all of those things. And, yeah. and what we now know, because it is actually getting out into the open, is that not all paedophile grooming bangs are actually of gangs. They're not. actually from Pakistan. Of course not. They're not all of Pakistani origin. There's an awful lot of them, yeah. and it's a big problem, but at least they're now getting caught and locked up. Yeah. You know, but there are people out there still who are saying it's still going on, and the police are still reluctant to do anything about it. Yeah. Now, that's the kind of racism that I worry about, yeah. not about the kind of racism that Meghan Markle is maybe claiming that she suffers from. Well, I just can't... I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, we are on different places in the spectrum of yeah. that. But the, we completely, as one, I think, about yeah. it is not about racism. No. It's a re and, no. and people and it never say was. it's about racism it are making themselves look and sound stupid. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it, it, the idea... How come everybody the, watched the wedding, you know, if it was about racism? Yeah, but it's all, I mean, do these people think that there's some sort of committee of 
of, of right-wing national newspapers who meet and say, hang on, wait, have you noticed? We can't have this. We've got a black person yeah. in the Yeah, we can't be having now. this. How are we going mm. to stop that? Mm. I mean, go back and look at all the front pages, absolutely celebrating her yeah. when, she, when they got married. What Was that just like a ruse? Well, also look at all the stuff that Diana got written about her <laughs> yeah. when she was around, you know, yeah. and you might say that her treatment was even worse at one time. Than, yeah. it, than, than it oh, was. no doubt. I mean, when she managed to get out of the marriage, that was when it started to turn yeah. around for her. But while she was still married to Charles and things yeah. were being briefed by Buckingham Palace about her yeah. and about how she was basically a nutter, yeah. you know, and she was yeah. bulimic and all yeah, of that yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, made her look a complete maniac, yeah. you know, yeah. and maybe she even was. But the point is, is that she had a lot worse yeah. stuff written about her than Meghan's ever had. I'll tell you what I did see at the weekend, and this is, I don't know if it's, I guess it's an artist's impression, but somebody has invented... A sort of flying train, right? Right. Um, and it was... Are you sure they've invented it or they've just drawn it? <laughs> well, you might say they've drawn it, okay. <laughs> but it looks pretty impressive. Um, yeah. I'll show it to you after, right? Yeah. Um, it was actually Alex Phillips that tweeted it out. Right. And it's basically, you get on this thing that's like a train, but it then transmogrifies into a plane, but it's still right. attached to the rail. Oh. So by, you know how trams work? <laughs> yeah, what, by a sort of like cable? Yeah, by going like down. A, Going down, yeah. So it's like a so tram in, in reverse. Why? Well, because it doesn't take up any room on the ground, I presume. But it's got a cable. Yeah, but it's tiny. It's like it's, it's like yeah. it's, it's literally it's like still the, sliced through you like sm- a cheese cutter. Well, it would if you were standing <laughs> in the way of it. But you wouldn't stand in the way of it, would you? But then your train might as well be there. No, I don't think so because it's a lot thinner. That would be than a, a train. That would be a horrible accident, that wouldn't it? If you sort of like got like yeah, what's, yeah, especially if you, in half. because it's so thin, you didn't yeah. see it. Just, Imagine that. Just done like a piece. I mean, because at least you can normally you can normally see, you can normally see a train coming. You just peel. But these, I mean, these are the kind of innovations that I want to see. You know, yes. in modern Europe and modern Britain, flying I want trains. to flying trains. <laughs> well, just different ways Cadillac of getting around. Yeah, well, different ways of getting around. I mean, imagine if you are looking out this window that we're currently yeah. looking out of in about 20, 30 years time. Do you think there'll be things flying? There'll be things flying around, won't there? Uh, yeah. Like drones and, and like you those, know what do they call them in Star flying Wars? flying taxis? Well, I'm thinking more of the Fifth Element. You know that one Bruce Willis is. Oh yeah, where they're all they're just literally kind of cars going yeah. flying. Yeah, bit like that. Car, what's the difference between a flying car and a plane? Well, um, I guess a plane has wings. Well, wouldn't a flying car need? Wings? Not necessarily, because I think most of the flying cars that they've they've shown us yeah. up to now yeah. have been more like helicopters, like mini helicopters. Right. Right. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Flying cars that they've shown us. Well, you mean people have drawn things on a bit of paper? No, it's a flying car. No, they've got prototypes. No, they've got prototypes. They put one up in Dubai a little while ago. Did they? And it's got all these little mini rotor blades. What, like a big drone? It's like a big drone, yeah. yeah, yeah, And that's effectively what it's going to be like. Okay. So I think a flying car is going to be more like that. Like a massive drone. Like a huge drone, but not that huge because it's mostly going to have like two seats in it and probably nobody driving it. That'd be quite good though, wouldn't it? Well, apparently um, you would be able to get around a lot quicker. What about the noise pollution though? Everything would go bzzz. Well, I don't know, because presumably they're all going to be electric, right? Yeah. So if they've got a motor... are still going to make the same noise. I don't know if, an, if a helicopter was electric, would it make any noise? Of course it would. The noise How isn't it? the engine, it's the bloody rotor blades. No, it's the engine. It's not. Are you joking? I'm serious. Really? 100%. Okay, well... The noise is the rotor blades going Well, how come it? an electric car doesn't make any noise? Because it doesn't have any rotor blades. <laughs> Because then it would be a flying <laughs> car. <laughs> but hang on, a glider doesn't make any noise, does it? No. 
Whereas a plane, but a plane again, does. A glider doesn't have any no, rotor blades. No, but a plane doesn't have any rotor blades. It makes a fuck of a lot of noise. Yeah, but it's got two jet engines. Exactly. Yeah. So without well, the, the I'm engines, not the engine doesn't make any noise. You, if you watch a helicopter yeah. sitting before it's taking off, right, yeah. and you see the smoke coming out the back of it, yeah, because that's where the exhaust is, yeah, near the back I end know, of well, the. I know our bloody yeah, all right, why the, why okay. The, why the smoke? Coming yeah, out, well, right? that thing's making noise because it's an well, engine. Course, yes, it's making some noise. So if you took that noise away, it would be making a lot less. You wouldn't notice if you took the engine noise out. Are you sure? Apart from the fact that the rotors wouldn't be turning around. Well, they would if it was electric. Not if you didn't have an engine. But anyway, it's it's yeah, the rotors no, but it that would, make though. the noise. But, no, but you're you telling me you can't have an electric helicopter. I'm not telling you anything. I'm sure you can if you draw it on a piece of paper <laughs> and, and wave it around. And I'm going to I'm going to show you this thing now because I'm fed up with you being such, doubting, such a doubting Thomas. No, <laughs> you just don't ever believe anything I tell you. All right, now you. This is amazing, right? Are you going to show me this? artist's impression i'm going to show you this incredible thing yeah right let's excuse see. the yeah, here we dead go. silence right let's see see oh, look gosh, look at that that looks real to me wow that looks well yes i know it looks real to you mike but I mean, it's it isn't, compute, is it? look this is how it works right so you get on the yeah. train carriage yeah and then it becomes a plane that's right but see look I, at that yeah but and there's nobody's like going to cut in half of the cheese exactly cutter. It exactly like a plane, but with a cable. <laughs> so what would be I, the let point? Let me tell you this for a fact. So what's the point I of it? I wouldn't get on one. Wouldn't you? No. What's the point of it then? Do you know the thing that excites me is the uh, Elon Musk's idea with the big, big uh, tunnels? Well, no, I don't fancy that. Because of the earthquake potential. Well, one, there's the earthquake potential. Two, what about the potential for there to be a crash of some description? Yeah, it wouldn't be nice because you're going about 600 miles an hour, aren't you? Yeah, well, so imagine cleaning that up. It basically... Well, you wouldn't hey? have to. I mean, it would just be... <laughs> Vaporised. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Yeah. And you'd be stuck in an underground tunnel yeah. for hours on end. Yes. Right? That and there's no way out. No. Oh, so, my God. I don't fancy the idea That'd of that be at all. That'd make a great film, wouldn't it? It would. I spoke to a, a motoring writer that I know the other day who said to me, we were talking about um, just the kind of ludicrous expense of some cars yeah. and, you know, why they're making, you know, why would, for example, Rolls-Royce now make a 4x4 Rolls-Royce? Yeah, and they're which so Which is one ugly. of the ugliest-looking oh, things. Terrible. And the 4x4 Bentley as well. It's just it's a horrendous, right? car, yeah. But this guy who's in the business of, of writing about cars all the time, um, you probably know him, but I won't mention his yeah. name because he didn't want anyone to know that he knew this. But he went to Rolls-Royce to talk to them about this new car. And apparently, um, Jay-Z yeah. had turned up in the, in, the, um, in the sort of Beverly Hills outlet of Rolls-Royce yeah. with a bag. And in the bag was $150,000 worth of diamonds, no. which he wanted them to implant into the dashboard of the car <laughs> that he was buying for his wife. What is the point of that? Please. Isn't that just ridiculous? I mean, doesn't that, which brings me on to um, another film, because I watched Joker at the weekend. Oh, it's fantastic. I it? could not believe how good it was. It's amazing. It's the greatest film I think I've seen. He is extraordinary. Certainly the greatest film I've seen this century. Yeah. Do you know what I felt about it afterwards was that it felt like, you know when you go to an amazing theatre production yeah. and you feel like you're, it's there happening in front of you, yeah. that somehow he manages almost yes. to come out of the screen. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like a great yeah. theatre show. Well, He's the final Final scene when he gets on top of the cab yeah, and yeah. just realizes that he's just started a movement. Yeah. But you know what I saw in it as well, and you might think I've gone a bit mad. I saw a kind of um, similarity to the whole Brexit movement. Right. Because I saw that because um, I was watching a, a sort of mini documentary about Davos the yeah. other day, 
And there's a guy who's a Scandinavian economist, I think. I can't remember his name. But he was basically chucked out of one of their sort of symposiums. Yeah. Because he made this big speech about... He said, forget about... All tax. This. Yeah, the tax yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember his name. It's, yeah. But he, and he said, just he talk says, about tax. Yeah, yeah. all That's this right. philanthropy yeah. is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Don't tell Bono to come here. That's Don't right. come here with, with your, your ideas yeah. of how to save the world in yeah. your private jets. Yeah. Don't tell us all about how you're going to set up a... Yeah. You know, a this a, was last year. Yeah, was, yeah it, was, it was. But this year he didn't get to go. Right. Because of it. And he went on Fox News with Tucker Carlson. You should That's get right. it on YouTube. Yes. Tucker Carlson, who's like one of the... One the of the big, of, sort of Sean Hannity types. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I find him very, very entertaining yeah. to watch, but right. obviously disagree with most right. of what he's saying. But Tucker Carlson got him onto the yeah. show and pre-recorded mm. the slot and ends up telling him to F off, you right. stupid twat. Right. And, and because he does he's the all same about thing. Up tax. And he does the same yeah. thing to Tucker Carlson mm. and he exposes Carlson as right. being a massive hypocrite right. as well. And Carlson loses it completely. Really? It's oh, very, that's interesting. Very funny. But, you know, this whole idea that the, the, the kind of... the. The, the, the three rich kids get murdered on the on the subway yeah. by a joker yeah. because they're harassing a woman and they're these overprivileged little wankers yeah. and suddenly all the all the, the sort of ordinary people the the trolls and the kind of yeah. the, the, the plebs yeah. signed with the joker yeah and uh, because they're sick to death of the rich yeah and I see something of that no I agree with you about what we've just been through it's like the what was that film with Martin Sheen uh, where he goes on the rampage um, oh you mean Falling Down Falling Down yeah it's not Martin Sheen it's Michael Douglas Michael Douglas yeah. sorry and he's um, you know and the, the great empathy is yeah. with this guy yeah. you know who is just finally doing what everybody's yeah. thinking yeah you know? and, and life is full of these frustrations mm. that we you know park if there was an anti-parking attendant yeah. movement I'd be right yes. front with my placards yeah know? I know it's not their fault but no. I would be happily yes. corralling them yeah but it. just the kind of absolute yeah. and utter intransigence yes I mean funnily enough uh, we were watching it with, with the kids and because it's a 15 and we let the 30 year old watch the 15 you know don't yeah. come and arrest me whoever the film police are you know <laughs> um, and at did one they point, check you when you did they ask for any age when you went in no this was we watched it at home oh right I know it's up to you my, old, my older son had gone to the movies and seen it already once yeah, yeah. Uh, with his friend um, but but no I, we watched it at home yeah. um, and there's a point there's, there's one scene in it where he's being sort of where he's like screaming and nobody understands it yeah and um, the youngest mother said to him, is that how you feel at school? And he went, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they my God. They don't understand me. Wow. That's I mean, powerful. there was so much that, is that came out of it, you know? Yeah. Where, uh, and, and she was really sympathetic. Yeah. With, I said, how can you be sympathetic? He's a psychopath. He's a yeah. maniac. Yeah. She's like, no, I feel sorry for him. I think we've all got a bit of psychopathiness. Yeah. And it's, yeah. That, maybe that's what civilization is, is the ability to well, hold it's a, that Well, down, I think it's know? a very thin veneer. Yeah, yeah. Because the way that it all went out of hand... Yeah. So quickly, yeah. with all these people painting their faces. I mean, that's not very far from what can happen here. Definitely. I mean, I don't want to sound, you know, over dramatic, but yeah. my dad used to say to me, "We grew up in Hampstead, very nice part of the world. We didn't have any money because in those days you didn't need to, to live in Hampstead. My dad rented a flat, yeah. you know. But he, I remember him saying to me one day, he said, you know, if we don't sort society out, people will just come here and take stuff.' Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, he kind of, that was kind of right in the right. And, and they just went, I'm going to have that. I'm taking, I'm taking that TV. Yeah. You know? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talking of um, abuse, that girl from the Washington Post apparently yeah. um, got terrible like, abuse and death threats. death threats and, and stuff. Death like threats. Yeah. I mean, what is wrong it's with nuts. people? People have gone mad. Yeah. But, I mean... This is why. Do you think they were mad before Brexit, or is Brexit yeah, just no? Sort of I th- yeah, no. It? I think social media has has kind of amplified the madness. Because yeah. if you remember, I was going to ask you back to our days in newspapers about great mistakes that were made. You know, because we could talk, of course, about the uh, the fake pictures scandal. Yeah. Because uh, I was in America when that happened, right? Um, and I've always believed that that uh, at the very least, peers must have known that those pictures were fake. No way. Are you no sure? No way, 100%. Because they, I took one look at them. I, yeah. I, I got on the plane, yeah. right, and I was flying back to London, and yeah. I was still working for the Mirror, I think, in those yeah. days, in Scotland. And um, I saw them reproduced in the Daily Express, and as soon as I looked at them, I thought, they don't look right. Well, my dad phoned me the morning, that morning they yeah. were printed and said, there's something not right about that. Yeah, photo. they were too clear, right? Yeah. They were was, far too professional-looking yeah, yeah, yeah. for it to have been taken on somebody's well, phone. Well, I can give you the backstory on okay, that, because I was, I was editor, the features editor at the time, yeah. right, and... The news desk had those photos. They'd yeah. come by those photos right. from this military, these two military people right. who was who had stitched us up. Right. We later found out. Right. Although I'll caveat all of this by saying that that what those photos showed happened. Oh for yes. sure. There's no question. No, listen. I will say to it, and I will defend Piers Morgan to yeah. the ends of the yeah. earth, not yeah. just because he's our friend, yeah. but because he was a great boss. He was a great editor. Correct. Um, and you know, as he said at the time. It was a depiction of something that actually yeah. happened. Yeah. So, well, I think... Um, so, at conference, morning conference, for days and days and days, the news editor was saying, we've got these photos, mm. and no-one really knew what he was right. talking about because only he and Piers Because very few people them. saw them, right, even up to yeah. the end. And to be honest with you, I'd sort of got bored of trying to understand what these photos right. were, and it would come up, and then eventually I, I was off. Yeah. Uh, and then they were published... I was always off when they made a huge mistake. You see, well, you see, theme, you shouldn't take so much time off. I've <laughs> yeah. often said this about you, Matt. Yeah. You know, you've got to stay in the office. Yeah. You know, talk a bit Lord of Dollars. You've yeah. got to earn the crust. You're right. And you've got Absolutely to turn right. up and do turn, what you're I'm supposed to do. I'm going to turn up a bit more. Yeah. But anyway, they were published. Mm. And then, of course... And when did you first see them, then? That morning? That morning, yeah. And what did you think? It didn't occur to me that... I think when you're in the newsroom, you sort of... Well, that, I think that was the problem with the mm. whole thing, was yeah. that... You want to believe it, don't you? Yeah. You, know, you want to believe it. I don't think I don't think there are enough checks done. Right. And because I, I think you know, had we taken them to a friendly expert, yes, in military intelligence mm. or something like this, and they'd looked at forens- forensically yeah. at the photo, right? Then at some point they'd have said those vans, those uh, trucks weren't used yeah. in the desert. Yes. So, and which was the defining... Is that, that, was, that was the defining it was the, thing? It, you could tell by the sort of ribs on the side right. of the truck okay. that it was, I think it was a Bedford So truck. what was the deal with the guys that sold you the picture then? Were they just interested in making money? What was no, their deal? No, I don't... I honestly, to this day, I've got no idea. Mm. I think the news editor would know. Yeah. Connor. Um, yes. And Piers will say Well, he was one of the ones who was in the in the inner circle, wasn't he, in yeah. terms of the one, one of the yeah. ones that saw it? Because I think the other thing that people forget about newspapers and about mistakes that get made is that there's so much going on. Oh, um, and you are, you are in a position where you have to make a, a, a split-second yeah. decision effectively at yeah. some point or another, yeah. right, um, about whether a story's right. And I was, um, we didn't get this particular story wrong, but I thought I was going to have to lose my job over this, right? This was when 
uh, I was at the Express and I was I was I'd just been made night editor, yeah. um, and or I maybe had just been made deputy night editor. But anyway, it was a Friday night and I was in charge of the paper, and it was an early kickoff, you know, because they had to go because they had the magazines and everything. So we had to be off stone at something like six o'clock with the first edition. Yeah. And at about half past five, quarter to six, we got the story through about the um, the Canadian DJ who prank called the Queen. Yes. Do you remember, I remember that? that? Yeah. And so, of course, the news desk are going absolutely mad. It's just great, you know. And I'm going. And what I should have said was, well, we can't put that. We can't get that in the first edition. It's just not going to happen. But because I was less experienced, perhaps than than others, yeah. I decided to wait for the story, right? Right. And of course, at about quarter past six, I was getting phone calls from the press people down in um, was down in sort of uh, yeah. West Ferry, I think it Same was, where they used to get saying, if you don't get the paper to us in the next five minutes, it's not it's not going to come out. Really. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I was like, every you just thought there's a certain yeah. elasticity of production. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, because we've got to print like another paper, yeah. you know, in about an hour. Yeah. And they were printing the Independent or something. That's right. Um, I said, well, well, you fucking have to just wait for it. And they're like, no, mate, <laughs> no, we you don't, we won't wait for it. And if you miss your slot, the paper yeah. ain't going to come out. And I don't know what that's going to do for your career, but it's not going to be pretty. Uh, uh, and I'm going, oh, Christ, you know. <laughs> And I eventually got it to them about 25 minutes later. Yeah. So it was much later than it should yeah. have been. It didn't go horribly wrong. I was expecting to come in on the Monday yeah. and be literally not only bollocked, but charged and, and made yeah. to pay for some ludicrous amount of money because <laughs> it had all gone horribly wrong. And nobody said a word. That's brilliant. Nobody said anything. But you'd anything. had those sleepless nights. But I'd had yeah. the sleepless nights Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. We got the, we got it in as a splash, you yeah. know. We did it up as a one four five. I, I mean, at least I had the sense to only do it and turn it into two. But at least yeah. we got it on the front page. Yeah. Um, never, it's one of those businesses and imagine if that had been wrong yeah. imagine if the story's just uh, been a load of bollocks I've never had so many sleepless nights in my life yeah. as I have when I was late night editing the mirror Yeah, when you you were the last guy in charge and you, you know, and stuff always happened stuff always happened and I always loved I was, changing I, it I got you know? put in charge when I was like the third man so I was late night editor I think on the Express that was when I first started yeah. and the Oklahoma bomb went off Yeah, and I was like Christ yeah. you know, rip it all up yeah just yeah. start again so anyway, so Suzanne Vega, uh, yeah. I thought, well, this is great, because everybody loves that song, right? It's a really cool yeah. song. Um, anyway, um, she was doing, I think, the show in the evening or something, so we ended up having to do it in the afternoon, which we actually ended up being a good thing, because we were live streaming it yeah. to a lot of people in Britain. But people were, I mean, we, a couple flew from New Zealand really? to come and see That's us. Amazing. I mean, it was unbelievable, yeah. right? Anyway, this, this guy, about a week before the show, um, gets in touch, he said, Mike, I'm really sorry. But I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to make it. So I've had to sell the tickets because, and he lives in LA. Yeah. He said because um, I've just been, you know, offered a really good job. I can't really not not do it. And yeah. I said, and what's the job? He said it's a drummer with the Jones Brothers. What? And I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, I have no idea who this guy was even a musician. God, anyway, God. so last week he's he's on Twitter and stuff. And he's yeah. named Demian. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. And I've never met him. Right. But he he tweets me and he goes, listen, we're in London next week. Would you like to come and see the, the band? He's still with them then, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He started like two years ago, yeah. and they've just done this new tour, yeah. and he's just been in Dublin and Birmingham, and he's doing the O2. Amazing. And uh, I said, well, I'd love to. Um, but I didn't, re- I didn't realise it was actually this Sunday, because right. it was quite a busy weekend. Yeah. And he was nice enough to get two tickets, so I, so yeah. I said to my oldest, Oliver, 15-year-old, I said, um, do you fancy going? Yeah. So in the end, I drove all the way down to Sussex on Saturday morning after the all-night oh, drinking session, came all the way back up <laughs> on Sunday, and we went to the O2, and they were fantastic. Were they, yeah. And he was so sweet, he came out, because I said, you know, he, I, I wasn't expecting him to give us backstage passes, you know these American bands yeah, are like. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I went to, I told you that story, going to the U2 yeah. um, 
recording studio. I mean, that's all the, right. the management, they're just <laughs> kind of looking at you like, yeah, who's yeah. this guy? Yeah. You know, so I yeah. can imagine they'd be even worse. Yeah. Um, so he came out into the kind of body of, of the O2, just as you go in. Yeah. Gave us, they gave him a T-shirt, gave us two tickets, Fantastic. which were literally right by the stage. Amazing. Um, what a nice guy. Really nice. But then... And you'd never so, met and him then talked, it was never met him. Just he, a fan. Yeah, and then, talk, and then it was a, he said, and he explained to my son why he listened to me and how yeah. important it was that you have to listen to other people. He said, I don't agree yeah. with them, your dad says. Yeah. But you know, I've always loved the way he talks to people. Yeah. And then we talked about Arsenal, Fantastic. and he was getting he was getting some of the lionesses down because um, he's he'd never been he's never been to the Emirates. Oh. And fine enough, I told him about you. Yeah. Because I said a friend of mine lives right next to the old Arsenal. I said you've yeah. got to come and see it. Yeah. So I've taken pictures of it today. Fantastic. Which I'm going to send it. Well, and the new Arsenal's just well, he's going to go to the new one. Yards, he's going yeah. to the new one with the the yeah. Arsenal girls. Brilliant. Because he's invited all of them down to the Jonas Fantastic. Brothers tonight. Because oh. I think they're playing Wembley uh, Arena. And just an amazing experience because oh, there nice. I was. And the funny thing as well about it was that it was me, my son, and about 20,000 teenage girls. Yeah. Right? Because they're a kind of boy band. Yeah. But actually a lot better than that. Yeah. And there were a few blokes staggering, staggering about who looked really embarrassed to be there. Yeah. It was quite funny. And did your son like it? He loved it. Yeah. Because it's the first ever concert he's ever been to. Ah, but of course fantastic. it's a bit like his experience at the Wembley um when I took him to the Olympic for his birthday, we got tickets to one of the games in the Olympics yeah. at Wembley, and we had our own box. I think I've told you that story. Yeah. And I had I'm to not show sure you. Have, actually. Hey? No, have I not? I don't think so. Well, we went in, it was one of those, it was 2012, so yeah. he was quite a bit younger. Um, and it was the sort of early stage of the Olympics. And we just went online and saw what was going on. And we got tickets for, I think it was something like Mexico against Colombia or something right. like that in, in, in the world, in the, in the, in the football. At Wembley Stadium. And we get to Wembley. And you know what it's like. You go inside and there's escalators. Yeah. And I'm looking at the ticket and the escalator going up and then we go and I keep going up and keep going up and up and up until we get to the executive floor. Oh, right. And I'm like, this is nice. It's all hushed, you know, carpets and yeah. doors. And I keep following the signs. Finally, they open this door. It's a box. Fantastic. Which there was nobody in. So there was no bar or anything. Yeah. But I mean, basically we had our own toilet. The two of you? Just the two of us. <laughs> right? And we go out and there's like six seats outside. Fantastic. There's sofas inside. What a result. Um, if you'd opened up the covers, there was probably packets of crisps and things. Yeah, yeah. And I said to him, it's not like this all the time. <laughs> yeah. I said, the next football match you go to, it won't be like Someone this. Someone will be pissing down your chest. So, of course, <laughs> his, first, his first ever experience of a, of a, of a music show... Yeah. He's sitting in front. row B, yeah. front and centre. Yeah. The guy on the, the percussion is waving to him. Yeah. No, because the guy could see us. Yeah, fantastic. Right, and and you know, I'm just and and, and we didn't pay for the tickets. Amazing. Oh, so like, you it's know. not always like this. So. I said, you know, yeah. it is really nice. The mosh pit, yeah. you know, down in front of uh, Dingwalls, you're yeah. not going to be doing this. Well, but the, it was my, a great my Sunday night. Goes, uh, he's only 14, but he's into hip hop and rap. And oh, is he? Yeah. Very much so. And he, Does he go to live shows? So he went to see some fella called, oh God, I can't remember his name now, but it was a, a, t- a tour where all the tickets were a fiver. Right. And he's like a hardcore... Is he a sort of local London Yeah, he's guy. a pretty... I think right. he's from London. And, uh, and of course, Theo being like a loon starts throwing himself into the mosh pit right, and loses his bloody mobile phone, thank you very right. much, which is after a week. Yeah. And then blames me for the fact that the well, phone won't... And, and there's another... Blame, this story. is what they like, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the entire we, came out the, we came out of the O2 and the last time I'd been there, I'd been to see you two and actually yeah. I had access to a, to a lounge because the trick there is if you can have a drink for half an hour, yeah. the crowd's all gone right. into, the, into the tube. But we couldn't do that this time, right? Yeah. And we could have hung around because Demian said, if you want to hang around for a while, he said, I don't know how long I'll be, but I can maybe come out. And I didn't really want to do that because no. it was late. Yeah. 
Um, and he had to get back to school, so I had to get up at like six o'clock. Yeah. Um, so we're walking out, and the guy, and of course, there's a big queue to get into the tube, and he's kind of looking around. I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "Isn't there another way?" I said, "Well, no, there isn't actually." So I'm sorry, I haven't organised, uh, you know, had like Escalade for you, or maybe a powerboat or the river. Yeah. He said, well, "What about the boat?" I said, "Well, the boat will be just as bad, yeah. and the queue will be just as bad, and it's yeah. and we have to get two boats yeah. to get home." I said, it'll be fine. Yeah. But he was clearly not happy. It was your fault. Yeah, it was my fault yeah. for not organising transport. <laughs> you know. And then at one point he said, rather like the Thought Police podcast, he said, well, maybe one day we'll have, you know, human transportation. Yeah. Well, what do you call it? Not transportation. Um, <laughs> what do you think that you know, is? What, you know, the thing that they do on Star Trek. Uh, teleportation. Teleportation. Yes, yeah. I'm sure I said, yeah, right. but do you know what would happen if it was organised by British people? There'd still be a transportation station that you'd have teleportation queue that you'd have to wait in line for. So you'd be better off just getting the tube. Definitely, definitely. You know. And then we then we ended up having that conversation about flying cars. I'm telling you about yeah. what you and I had said. Yeah. And he went, well, yeah, but why would you have if you had flying cars, you wouldn't have regular cars, would you? I said, why not? Why would you be such a fascist about you know means of transportation? Yeah. Why would you not have all? No, sorts I can see of his point. Why would you want one if you had a flying well, car? Well, because I said it would be less crowded on the road, wouldn't it? It would be. And yeah. also, not everybody could afford it. Also, if a, the engine on a non-flying car breaks down, you right. don't fall. By the way, I've had, a, I've had a, te- a tweet from someone about your, you've been wrong about the helicopters because uh, this guy said Which bit the bit about how the uh, rotor blades make all the noise. Of course, the, oh no, go on. We're not going to go over the same thing, but yeah. anyway, it was, told, I was, it was told, this guy said he knew about helicopters. You've met some guy who said, yeah, you're right and he's wrong. No, he tweeted me. I haven't even met right. him. Right. Um, and now that's definitive. But he, proof, no, well, I'm just saying there are not yeah. Everybody doesn't believe, agree with you. What? Well, I'm sure they do. <laughs> Apologies to all Remainers if if this offends them. That guy is a pain in the he's ass. He's a pain in the ass, yeah. and he's not very nice either. No. I can tell you because I've had a couple right. of run-ins with right. him. Right, right, right. And he's very prone to um, immediately ramping up the yeah. kind of swearing content of what he right. says, and right. you know he's aggressive, he's horrible. Right. And frankly, he's he's not helping anyone. No. What's he doing? You my know? my, uh, I just used the word remainer there, yeah. and of course that now is ridiculous, isn't it? Because there's no yeah. chance we're going to remain. Well, there's no point anymore. So is what, there? I, what I don't know is what what are we now? What yeah. are, what are we called? And, you know, politically, what are, are you even a, a thing? Would be would be my question. Maybe not. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe there's yeah. maybe there's no more reason to be. No. Well, there's a rejoiner. You know, I suppose you could. But yeah, but we're is certainly... that what you're going to be though? Because what happens if, say, everything goes well? Yeah. Why would you want to rejoin? Yeah. What you know? What would be the the reason for you to want to do that? I yeah. mean, funnily enough, I've been having the odd spat on Twitter, as you know, for quite a long time. This past weekend, um, I discovered there is a new substitute for FBPE. Oh yeah. It's FBSI. What does that stand for? I presume the FB is still follow back. Yeah. SI being Scottish Independence. Ah. And all these nutty um, cyber nats were on my case because basically I, I put out what can only be described. I mean, you know me, right? Yeah. As a kind of tongue-in-cheek tweet to a guy <laughs> where I basically said, look, mate, you're all subjects of Great Britain. Yeah. You have no rights whatsoever on your own and you can only ever get independence if we decide to give it to you. <laughs> and you should have seen How did that go down? You should have seen it. <laughs> It got even funnier, however, the next day, yeah. where I declared that Scotland was not actually a country. Yeah, right? yeah. And they're still arguing with me yeah. like five well, days is later. Is it? Is it? It's a nation, well, right? But it's not a country. Interestingly enough, it depends on your definition. Yeah. It's called a country by the United Nations. Right. It's called a country by the Commonwealth. Yeah. But the definition of a country, technically speaking, um, is a territory with its own government. Yeah. Now, well, it does have its own. No. 
And it's, well, it certainly didn't, did it? So well, has it I mean, only it has, just become... It has a form yeah. of local government. Yeah. So I was saying to them, basically, it's a country like Richmond's a country. <laughs> Richmond's got a local council, but they can't, they can't run everything that they want to do without right. recourse to the national parliament. But they've got, haven't they, I think the Scottish parliament's got the rights to raise taxes hasn't it for some instance. In some some instances yes yeah, but which, of course the yeah. snp don't use all of those because right. they prefer to complain but they don't have their own defense policy yeah you know they do have their own legal system they do have uh, their own uh, but they don't have their own they don't have their own actual taxing organization right they still have to run it through hmrc right so so my argument was and like all these things you can make an argument work yeah. it as far as i'm yeah. concerned i can make it work yeah you know technically speaking it does not fit the, the out and out definition of a country were you trying to wind people up yeah. by any chance and of course <laughs> i was getting named i was getting called all sorts of names right yeah. here's one for you this so one guy uh, was stupid enough to uh, say don't worry mike there's no point in uh, looking towards the future because you look like you're going to have a coronary soon right cheeky bastard unfortunately for him um it was quite late at night yeah. and uh his uh his twitter handle had a uh, website listed on it which oh, i no. checked and um, there was a phone number oh no so i rang him up <laughs> i rang him yeah did you yeah which i've done before i've yeah. done it before when when people have given me lots say? of reviews he answered the first time it went to voicemail so i thought i'll yeah. give it five minutes i'll call it back. was it his mobile yeah brilliant He's a graphic designer. What kind of idiot leaves a mobile number on the internet for? Oh, and my God. And it's his business Twitter account. Right, OK. Right. Well, I suppose that's fair enough. That, if well, that's where it's he's fair enough if it's your customs. business Twitter account, but yeah. you should go around abusing people. Yeah, right? no, quite. And um, he then... Uh, <laughs> so he answered the phone. I can't remember his name. was Dan or Don or something. Yeah. He said, oh, hello. I said, is that Dan? Yeah. I said, he said, who's this? I said, it's Mike Graham. Yeah. He went, what? <laughs> I said, it's Mike Graham. Oh. Um, I said, what do you think you're doing? Yeah. And he said, how do you mean? I said, well, why do you think it's it's a good idea to wish somebody dead on Twitter? Oh. You're actually wishing me to have a heart attack. You think that's a good idea? Terrible. Oh, well, I was only joking. Yeah. I said, well, it's not a joke to me, mate. I yeah. don't think it's a joke. I don't yeah. think most people think it was a joke. And he said, well, why did you say Scotland isn't a country? I'm like, it's not really comparable. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're having a conversation here yeah. and you're wishing me yeah. death. Yeah. I said, you better be very careful about yeah. that. Did he want to know where you got his no, details? No, he from? eventually put his he put, just put the phone down. Did he? Was and, um, but he was ashamed, was he? No, I said I, just, I, I think you should apologise. Yeah, and he wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't apologise. I've got a picture to show you. Oh, um, of the tree. Of the tree, yeah. right? Um, which I've now. We lost. should remind people this was your Christmas tree, which had no roots, now, had a yes. cut bottom, and you believe. And I've replanted it in my garden. You believe it's going to grow new roots. And yes, and even as you say it, you can barely contain your mirth, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But look, this is it right. after a week in the uh, ground. Let me see. And it has not lost any of its greenery. Right. It has not turned brown. No. Right. I'll, in fact, I'll, yeah, I can tell you that. Um, Do you my, believe it is now drawing up? Yes, I believe nutrients so. and moisture. I think so. Without roots. Yes, I think it is. Because uh, it's evolved to an extent. Well, yeah. Listen, I had a tweet from a guy who sent me a picture <coughs> who said that he's replanted three trees yeah. in his garden, right? Yeah. From the Christmas uh, scenario. Yeah. One of them's still alive. He's taking the piss. No, mate. he's not. He showed me the picture <laughs> and it's growing like video, right? Well, my I can't son, wait. My youngest son has been put in charge of this and he was a bit yeah. worried because apparently all I did was literally stick it in a hole <laughs> that happened to be in the garden, right? Yeah. And obviously it wasn't very stable. Yeah. And apparently it was quite windy last week. It blew it down. Blew up. So he's he's 
he's he's dug a bigger hole yeah. and he's put it in properly right, right. so now right. it's absolutely properly rock implanted solid. rock solid not going right. anywhere even if you know storm brendan so just just for everyone's clarity yeah. you are still of the belief well, that it's not this turned tree brown, look it's yeah, still okay, green. but you still believe that this tree will grow new roots yes and will be alive yeah. and well i think so you're mad i don't think i am you're mad no and what about the worm because the other week well, you said that there was a worm. I'm sure there is. That I if you cut if yet. you cut this worm in half, yeah. it turns into two worms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've yet to find the actual species of worm that's yeah. in the world in question, but I'm sure yeah. there is one because I'm yeah. sure that I've I've sort of read about it somewhere. Right. right? <laughs> well, if anybody knows, if anyone knows about this worm, or indeed people any... people have been making fun of me because yeah. of you, right? Yeah. After that last podcast went out, yeah, people have been ripping Good. the piss out of me, saying you're an idiot. Yes. And I mean, you know, you don't <laughs> lose many arguments, but you've fucking lost this one. And so they're all on your side. Well, if, so if, once again, I'm going to have to prove. Well, look, I'm going to put out an appeal to try and help right. you. If anybody out there knows of any animal or mm. plant that can be either have the root system taken off yeah. or can be cut in half and yeah. become two other animals. Right. right. Mike, Mike <laughs> wants to know. Listen, there are things that we don't know anything about, right? There are. There are creatures at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, that, that you, you can cut we, them in half and they become well, two. very possibly. There are, there are sea snails, Mind right? you, amoeba, I suppose. You know, they divide, don't they? They do. Yeah. Sponges as well. You can cut yes. a sponge in half and it will become yes. two sponges. So can it? See, can it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, if you cut one in half at home, you've got two sponges. What are you talking about? You right, I want, right, you leave your sponge in the bath right. and see if it comes back to life. No, I don't think it's Put alive. Put some salt in no, it. No, once you've got it home, it's not alive it's not, No, no. What, like, a, like a Christmas tree, you mean? No. Ah. No, you can replant those. Yeah. So you no point planting a sponge, is there? That's not going to do any good. But here's the thing. Um, where they're in the sea, if you were to cut a sponge in half, yeah. like a piece of, or like a piece of coral, yeah. right, it will grow somewhere else. It won't just die. Well, I don't. I have no idea. Yeah, but exactly, you have no idea. So you're going to try and make out that I'm wrong. I'm ridiculing you without any basis yeah. of knowledge. Well, you know, you've heard of the Mariana Trench, haven't you? I have. Which is the deepest, deepest bit of deep, as the planet. Brazil would say, the deep depth of the ocean. <laughs> you can't say deep. You don't say. You get the lips immediately. So um, there are things down there that nobody even knows. They reckon that That's they've right. got sort of sea creatures that would be like, say, a seahorse or yeah. something the size of a Cadillac. <laughs> Joking. But there's a reason why. Why right? a Cadillac? What <laughs> <laughs> well, could be a Vauxhall? A seahorse the size of a car. Yeah, That's because brilliant. you know why? What? Because the pressure's so high, so high down there, yeah. that like a lot of submarines can only go to a certain depth. Yeah. Because yeah. they would get crushed. But seahorses can somehow grow giant well, things. Well, they have to be giant. Do they have little sea jockeys on them? <laughs> No, but they might have the little fan at the back that makes them go. And now we're going to the 315 <laughs> at the Marianas Trench and it's it's animal doesn't exist ahead yeah. of... <laughs> yeah, well, listen, you ridicule this, right? Yes. But it's true because yeah. they say that everything is I enlarged. Everything is enlarged by the size yeah. because of the pressure of right. the water. And it, because if it's too small, it gets crushed. They're my, that's now my second favourite Mike Graham fact. The first it? one is that the... Last ice age stopped yeah. at the at, Havis- at the station, bottom of yeah. Havistock. Yeah, yeah, which is true. And the and now that there's seahorses the size yeah. of Cadillacs. <laughs> <laughs> well, the world's a fantastic place. I mean, we've explored more of the space around yeah. us than we have of the actual planet we're on. That's right. Because they can't put. Like, I think they've only just recently put somebody in some yeah. kind of um, James Cameron. Submersible. You know the the, the, yeah, the guy who does there, Titanic. He? He, yeah. He's serious about he, it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's done it yet, has he? Well, he went down deeper than anybody's ever yeah, been before. They had yeah. to build a specially yeah. enforced um, sort yeah. of 
dirigible of to some stop kind. the seahorses from stop, tearing well, it apart. You wouldn't be eaten by a giant seahorse, <laughs> would you? Imagine that. Not a very nice way to go. But they're meant to have like huge, like water beetles and things as well. Which <laughs> what, what, what? I just what? love the specific nature of these animals that you know don't exist. I don't know if they but, exist. But, you, but, down there. but if no one knows they exist, but they've, right. you've imagined. Well, what these, about a lobster then? You've seen lobsters. A lobster before, the right? size of what? Could be size of a tennis wheel truck. A, a or tennis court. Yeah, or a house. A maybe. house. A house-sized lobster. A house, imagine that. Imagine Applause. feasting on that. Yeah, you could have that for a long time. Mm. So, I mean, the point is, is there's a lot we don't know. Certainly. Because the Mariana Trench is as deep as Mount Everest is high. Yeah. So, I mean, you could actually put Mount Everest into the Mariana Trench and you wouldn't see it. Amazing. Isn't that incredible? It is incredible. Mm. Now, here's the bit that's, that you'll be most interested in. The triclads are characterised by triply branched intestine and anteriorly situated ovaries next to the brain. Um, and planaria exhibit an extraordinary ability to regenerate lost body parts. For example, a planarium split lengthwise or crosswise will regenerate into two separate individuals. You're joking. It's here. Let Look. me see that sentence. There it is. I don't believe it. There, that is starts at the top there. Let me just say. Yeah. It's two separate individuals. Are you sure? Is this on Wikipedia? Yes. Are you sure you haven't written this? No, I haven't. This is true. This you was sent to you've me. You've just put this into no, Wikipedia. This was sent no. to make me look no. like a twat. No, this was said to me by a podcast That's listener. Extraordinary. Isn't that amazing? Incredible. So you can split them in half. And they grow into two separate individual cells. And, and, and two separate worms. Amazing. So you're going to apologise now. I'm sorry. You know. How's your Christmas tree getting on? It's looking good. I'll show you a picture. I'll show the most recent picture. Yeah. There are some people who are saying it looks a bit browner than the last time, right? But I'm not buying it. I'll, get, I'll ask because you're you're a man that knows a picture because yeah. you used to know uh, about putting newspaper articles together. Right? So let me show you. Here it is. I think it's still looking pretty green. <laughs> Suddenly, I noticed there was fumes coming out of the car, right. right? And then I looked at the glove box, and there was smoke coming out of the glove box. Dear God. And I pointed to the glove box, and the driver opened it, and the engine was on fire, and there were flames <laughs> licking. There were, the bloody car was on Christ fire. Almighty. So we got outside, the air was fine. Woke up at about half past eight, couldn't get back to sleep. Had a, like four or five hours sleep. Right. And I was kind of lolling about, and I suddenly kind of sat straight up like this, and suddenly thought, Christ! What have we done? <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.